Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Rebellion Show. I'm your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, me follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. Well, many of you have probably seen by now the next Peyton Manning autograph signing has been announced. I love these Peyton signings. I, I, first off, compared to Tom Brady's pricing, uh, this is a way more affordable autograph. Now, it's still very expensive. Don't get me wrong. And no, Peyton Manning did not win as many Super Bowls as Tom Brady, but I still think it's a, a quote-unquote fairly affordable autograph for as popular as Peyton uh, is. And he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, of course, uh, NFL Hall of Famer as well. So you'll see this every time we do a Fanatics um, signing with one of their guys. And we don't do a whole bunch of them, not as many as we used to. There's just a lot of things going on with it. And one of them is that outside of not signing tickets and cards, I know you guys are bummed by that. I know. I feel like the rules change all the time. You know, yes tickets, no tickets. Yes tickets, no cards. It's just all over the place. I'm as confused as you guys are. But one of the rules that they have, and this one has has stayed uh, true for pretty much the most of the time that Fanatics has been doing signings, is that items must be officially licensed. And many people get confused by this, especially if you're you're not familiar with the industry. And I totally get it. Like, how do I tell my item's officially licensed? There's no information on this item. I bought it from so-and-so place. So we're going to talk about that today real quick here. You know, what is officially licensed? Where can you buy officially licensed items? And also, why does Fanatics require officially licensed items? So first off, what is an officially licensed item and potentially, you know, how can you tell that your item is officially licensed? Well, officially licensed just means that the company that is making this item, whether it's a photo, a helmet, or a jersey, has been approved by the NFL and if you're doing a photo, the Players Association to use their name, image, likeness of the team logos. Okay, that's essentially what it means. The NFL is telling... Nike that, hey, listen, you are licensed to use the uh, our NFL logo, any team logos, and use the players' names on jerseys, and you are allowed to produce them and sell them commercially, okay? So it means commercially meaning you, you go to the NFL website, you buy a jersey there, or you go to Nike's website, you buy a jersey there, okay? And why do, why do they do this? Why does the NFL do this? Well, first off, the NFL, and just like other leagues, are very much control freaks about their logos and the quality that is being put out. I mean, these are billion dollar companies. They are very concerned about those things. So they want to be working with people who are committed to uh, those sorts of things that are important to the NFL, the quality, the pricing, all that kind of stuff here. Okay. So they've got an image to upheld. So you know, just because you can make a jersey in, here in Kansas City doesn't mean that you can become licensed by the NFL to make a logo. Or just because you're in China, you know, God, I wanted to say that funnier, but just because you're in China doesn't mean, you know, you, you can put some logos on there, doesn't mean that your jersey's officially licensed. Now, I know you guys love those. They're cheaper. I get, you got it, jerseys are expensive, but that's why jerseys are expensive. Number one, they're a business. They've got to make money. They've got to have all this overhead. They've got to pay licensing fees. And yes, the markups on these things are astronomical. I totally agree. But outside of that, that's what official license item 
is, okay? So how can you tell? Well, if it's a photo, it's pretty easy. They usually have the officially licensed holograms on the corners of the photos. You'll see them from like Photofile, who used to make the photos before Fanatics does now. So Fanatics now also prints their own photos, okay? So that's how you, you can pretty much tell. Sometimes on the back of the photo, they have information on there as well for like Photofile, sometimes printed the information on the back, I think, with like the image name and all that kind of licensing information. I think it was put on the back before there. But typically nowadays, it's real easy. They've got holograms on the front, okay? So no, for Peyton Manning, you can't go print your own photo off and get it signed. It's That's not gonna happen. Outside of, there is one little caveat if you have a personal photo of you and Peyton, for example, you and Peyton met up outside of a game or something like that, and you were able to get a photo snapped of him, they will allow you to sign that. Sometimes they won't authenticate it, though, because they don't want to have uh, their hologram on a non-licensed item, but you can still get it signed if it's like a personal photo of you and the athlete, all right? So those are, are perfectly fine. Helmets are pretty easy. Those aren't really knocked off all that much. I, I Really, the cost to make those is pretty astronomical. But Rydell makes the current NFL helmets. A shut used to make a lot of collegiate ones. Um, the only thing with Fanatics is you can't send in like custom-made helmets. So ones that you, let's say you bought like a Rydell Denver Broncos helmet and all of a sudden you started changing out the logos and you painted something like that. You don't want to be doing that, okay? They want just exactly how it came out of the manufacturer. That, to them, is officially licensed for the helmet. Jerseys are probably where it gets really difficult for some people because, I mean, there are some pretty good knockoffs out there. Uh, so a couple things. Number one, you want to try to remember where you bought it from. <laughs> I know that's hard if you've had the jersey in your closet for 10 years. But if you bought it off some flea market, eh, it's probably not real. Now, if you bought it off of you know the NFL website, yeah, obviously that's going to be a legit item there. A couple of things you can look at is the stitching. If the stitching looks like a kid did it, it's probably not licensed. If Peyton Manning's name is spelled wrong, it's definitely not uh, li uh, officially licensed. Uh, if the inside of the jersey looks like a bomb went off, like it's just got str uh, yeah, strings everywhere from the sewing, they haven't cut anything off. It looks like when they put the name uh, the number on there, they just the the backing they didn't rip it fully off. Like if it just looks terrible, like eh, my grandma could have done better than this, it's probably not officially licensed. And if you got any questions on that, I know it's confusing. And it's a lot uh, to it. You can always you know send us images and we can most of the time can tell with jerseys kind of right off the bat from the images. Sometimes we've got to get them in hand to take a look at them because the China knockoff jerseys are a lot lighter in weight. But uh, for the most part, we can tell from images. So where do you buy official license stuff? Well, you can get them from the league's websites. That's usually the best place to do that. Mitchell and S sells jerseys also. Um, you know, helmets you can pretty much find everywhere. Again, those aren't really too concerned about being knocked off on those ones. It's mainly jerseys and photos. Photos, it's easy. You can just tell with the image there. Fanatic sells those if you're looking for kind of ones and twosies there, if you're looking for a specific photo. Photofile used to make them before then. They had a lot more images, but it's just, it's weird now. Everything's kind of changed, but really the only place to get officially licensed photos is Fanatic's. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, footballs aren't really knocked off. Those are pretty straightforward from Wilson. So 
Um, those are, are, are pretty much the main officially licensed items. So going back to the last part here. Now, why does Fanatics require this? Well, first off, they run the NFL and NBA and MLB's websites and NHL's websites. And I believe the NFL is part owner of Fanatics now. So put yourself in the shoes of the NFL. You know, <laughs> you've partnered with this you know, behemoth of an e-commerce brand in Fanatics. And they're selling knockoff products of your your league. And you know that they're letting them get them signed at their events and stuff like that. That probably wouldn't go over too well, right? So that's why they require all this stuff here is number one, it's obviously the right thing to do. Number two is like, hey, listen, they've got huge deals in place with the NFL. They don't want to step on anybody's toes. They don't want to get in any trouble there. They want to make sure that these relationships are happy and everybody's making money. So that's why they require the officially licensed stuff. And also, of course, I think they say on the website, everything officially licensed. So like, it would be kind of weird if they had like some like a little tab you go to their website like, oh, oh, here's the unofficially licensed items. And then you click on that and they've got like China jerseys for 15, 20 bucks, you know. But hey, buy the official ones over here for 130, you know, so... That's again, that's why they do it. So it, it sucks on some levels, but at the same time, it's just kind of part of the rules you got to play with. So, and I, I understand you guys do get frustrated by the rule changes. I believe me, there's cards one day, tickets the other day. I totally get it. I have to ask all these questions before we can do a sign. Like, will they sign this? Will they not sign this? How about this item? What's the pricing for the? It's, it's, it's a lot of legwork. And it's just really confusing on our end. And if I'm confused, I'm pretty sure you're confused. So, again, if you guys got questions on, you know, the patent signing, I know it's a lot of information out there. One inscription on items. He will not do inscriptions on mini helmets. I don't know why that's a rule, but it's a rule now. Um, so, and then what's nice about the patent signing is they actually do tell you the approved inscription. So, you have ones to pick from. Uh, he does a whole bunch of different ones, some really great ones. He's got some great stats. Of course, HOF 21. You can do the sheriff inscription, two-time Super Bowl champ. If you want his jersey number, you can pay for that. Oh, my God, the jersey number thing, you guys. Some of you guys drive me bonkers on those. You're like, hey, Matt, I, I want to get his jersey number, but I don't want to pay for inscription. What's the best way to do that? I'm like, um, I <laughs> write it on there and hope they don't charge you for an inscription. Uh, um, so I don't know, maybe I think we'll do a podcast one of these days on the Jersey number thing and why that's such a, a, a I don't call it a phenom, but why people really, really like it. So uh, I'm fascinated by, I really don't care if they sign stuff with their Jersey number. I get it's kind of cool, but I don't know. Let me put some thought into that. Let me see kind of where I, where I stand on that and maybe get your guys' thoughts on that one as well. So Anyway, that's the uh, long-winded version here on – I said it was going to be short. This is way too long. This is almost 12 minutes. I'm practically out of breath now. Uh, but anyway, that's again – that's it for this episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. Don't forget to visit the website. Check out the Peyton Manning sign there at powersportsmemorabilia.com. Then also give me a follow there on Instagram at Powers Autographs. And I will see you guys on the next episode.